Shalom Uvracha, welcome everyone to Tale Life Lesson, Shin number 18. Mizmur Zayim, Sokim Yud Gimel through Yud Ches. Be'ez HaShem, we finish in chapter 7 with this shir, and we begin with Pasuk Yud Gimel, where HaKadosh Baruch Hu is telling the Rosha, if you do not improve your ways, if you don't leave the tzaddik alone, I will sharpen my sword, I will pull back my bow, and aim it directly at you, says Davra Melech in Pasuk Yud Gimel. If the Rasha doesn't improve his ways and do tshuva, Charbo Yiltoish Hashem will take out his sword, as if to say, to take out his sword, sharpen it. Kashtoi Dorach will pull back the bow, and aim it at the Rasha. And for this Rasha, in Pasigidalad, Heichin Kleimavis, Hashem prepares. The weapons of destruction of death, the chits and the arrows will quickly hit its target, which is the Rasha. We find this word Ladokim in Parshas Vayetse, in the Perik Lamed Aleph, Pasak Lamed Vav, where Yaakov Avinu is very angry and upset with Lovan Arasha. Vayichar Liyakov Vayorov Belovan. Vayan Yaakov Vayoymer Lelovan. Yaakov is upset and he says back to Lavan, Ma pishi machatosi, what is my fault? What did I do wrong? Ki dolakta acharai, that you chase after me. Says Targum, dolakta acharai is radafta basroi, you're chasing after me. Quickly, you're chasing after me. And that's what Dovra Melch is telling us over here. Ladolkim yifol, hakodesh baruchu will act against the Rishoyim quickly when Hashem says in his calculation, his cheshben, it's now time to punish the Russia. It will happen quickly. The Russia, in Pasuk Tesvav, he has all these plans. He has all these ideas. And what comes out from these ideas? Nothing. Where do you see this? The Russia is contemplating and thinking, how am I going to destroy the Tzaddik? He's thinking and speaking and making plans. And he's deciding, how can I bring my plans to fruition? The Yolad Shaker. But what comes out at the end? Everything he tried to do is Shaker because it's not Emes, it's not going to happen. This is what Davra Melech is davening over here to Hashem. The Meam Loyes brings from the Eretz Achayim. The word Amol is a Rosh voice for Ayin Mayach Leiv. It stands for the eye. Ayin is the eye. Mayach is the brain. Leiv is the heart. Sha'ayin Roya, the eye sees. Vahalev Chaymed, and the heart desires. Vahamayach, and the brain Chayshev, and the brain contemplates. The Rosha sees. He's jealous. He wants. He contemplates, how can I take it? He makes all these plans. However, the Yolad Shakir, it's not going to come to fruition. Why not? Because in Pasuk Tezayin, the Bar Koro Vayachperehu Vayipol Bishachas Yifol. What is the difference between Koro and Vayachperehu? The Malmun says they both mean the same thing. It means to dig. Koro is the beginning of the digging of the bar, of the pit. Vayach is deepening it, widening this pit. 
It's a continuation of Koro, of the beginning process of the digging. Bor Koro The pit was dug by this Rosha, by Yachpereyu. He digs it deeper, deeper. For who? He digs a trap for the Tzaddik. But he himself will fall. He tries to cover it up to trap the Tzaddik. But he himself will fall into his own pit that he dug. And that's what Pasuk Yudzayin is telling us. Yashuv Amoloi Beroishoi. HaKadosh Baruch Hu will punish the Rasha in the same way that the Rasha aimed and tried to punish the Tzaddik. Yashuv Amoloi. Once again, his Omol. Everything he desired with his eyes, he saw with his heart, he desired and with his brain he was planning. Beroishoi onto his head. And in his skull, his punishment will come down. What is our response? How do we respond when Hashem saves us? Our response is to thank Hashem. Thank Hashem for his tzedek, the righteous ways of dealing with the Rosha. And therefore, I will sing to Hashem. What's Elyon? Why do we have to say Elyon at the end of this pasuk? Just say, Hashem. I will sing the Shem Hashem. I will sing to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. However, Elyon means high and above. When someone sees the picture in the bird's eye view, when the person, someone sees whatever they might be looking at from a whole different perspective, he sees every single piece of the puzzle. He understands them much better. In Pasuk Ches, we're admitting, Oide is Moida. We're also thanking is Hoida. We're thanking Hashem and we're admitting to Hashem, I don't know what's going on because I don't see the Elyon. I don't see you on top from high above like you do. You, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you understand, you see everything. So even though the Tzaddik was making all these plans, the, excuse me, the Rasha was making all these plans to attack the Tzaddik, nonetheless, you stop these plans, now let's understand this Psukim on a deeper level and how we can apply them to our everyday life. In Pasuk Yedalid, Pasuk says, Chitzav Ledolkim Yifol. HaKadosh Baruch Hu prepares the arrows, the Chitzim, to attack the Rosh. As we discussed, Ledolkim quickly. Gamliel Rabinovich Shlita explains that a person who runs after a tzaddik, his roidei for tzaddik, he goes to attack a tzaddik. Hakadosh Baruch Hu takes this very seriously. The person who is roidei for tzaddik is chasing after tzaddik. He's showing that he doesn't care about malchus shemayim. A tzaddik is the representation of Hakadosh Baruch Hu here in this world. With this horrific rishus, the person's chasing and chasing, attacking the, the tzaddik. And the whole tzaddik is here to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will pull back that bow and direct it at the Rosha and punish the Rosha. But he points out a very, very important message over here. Mida Toivas Maruba Mirida Peronius. The Mida Toiva is five hundred times better than Mida Peronius. 
When the person does something good, it's 500 times better he brings over here than when the person does something bad. And the person does the opposite. Instead of chasing after the Russia to attack the Russia, but a person runs after the tzaddik to learn from the ways of the tzaddik, to be in the presence of a tzaddik. The Gemara Ksubis tells us that we should be clinging to Hashem. Based on the Pasuk, the Gemara asks, how do you cling to Hashem? Hashem is Eish Oichla, Hashem is fire. The Gemara says, you should cling to Tamidei Chachamim. Cling to the Tamidei Chachamim. Learn from their ways. Learn how they serve Hashem. When the person loves Sadiqim and he runs after to help Sadiqim in every single ounce of his strength he can, he's showing Hakadosh Baruch Hu, he's showing Avas Hashem, he's showing Avas Tamid Dechachamim, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu will definitely reward such a person. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu will take those arrows and point it at the Rasha, how much more so when the person runs to help the Tzaddik? That's step number one. Now we come to a very timely topic, and that is Purim. Here, the Medrash tells us that this discussion is talking about Haman HaRasha, and that's why there are those that have the minig of reading Mizmer Zayin chapter 7 on Purim, as well as Ayala Sashachar. But Mizmer Zayin is also talking about Haman Rasha, and on the flip side, Mordechai, who comes from Shaul HaMelech. We said in Pasuk Tezvav, that the Rosh is planning to do evil. He digs the pit, and he himself will fall. In Pasuk Zayin, Yashuv Amoloi Beroishoi, In Pasuk Zayin, Hashem will repay the Rasha with his head, says the Medrash. And I saw this in the Chida, and I saw this in the Gra as well. And they say as follows, the Medrash brings that this is referring to Haman Rasha. And let's go Let's go to Megillus Esther. In Perek Zion, Megillus Esther, in the Perek Zion, Pasek Tess, the Pasek says as follows, and Charvoina, one of the servants in front of the king, for the king, who was Charvoina? Charvoina was Haman's right hand man. He was he was a Russian Marusha. The Gros says that in this case, Charvoina actually was Elioa Navi disguised as Charvoina. And this is one of the reasons the Makairis, the sources for the minute we have of putting on masks and costumes. What does he say? After Ahasuerus comes back in to see to his to his uh, palace after he was in the garden, and while he was in the garden, his beautiful garden was being destroyed. And he sees these people destroying the garden. But really these people were Malachim that came down from Shemayim disguised as people. And he said to them, what are you doing to my garden? And they said, oh, well, we are following orders. What do you mean orders? Who told you to destroy my garden? And they said, Haman. So why was Ahasuerus outside in the first place? Because Esther just 
said that and, and told Ahasuerus that Haman was this one who wants to destroy her nation. So he went outside to cool off. He gets angrier. He comes back in. And what does he see? In the previous Pasuk, Haman fell on top of Esther and he can't get up. Malach Gavriel has a sword in his back and Haman can't get up. And Ahasuerus is fuming. You come to try to take my queen and when I'm right here in my cat, my own palace, my, my own kingdom right in front of me. And at that moment, there's a knock on the door and that's Charvoina. And Charvoina says, Gam Asher Haman Mordechai. Achashverosh, I want to tell you something. Turn around. You see that big tree over there? That's not a tree. That's a pole that Haman built 50 amos high. So everyone should see when Mordechai is hanging. You remember Mordechai? Mordechai is the one that saved your life. The Pasuk says, he spoke nicely and he saved your life. And that pole is in the backyard of Haman. And the Mepharshim, the Chesam Soifer, and the Ben Yishchai, and the other Mepharshim, they explain that it was a chutzpah atzum, it was a horrific, arrogant, brazen act that Haman planted that tree in his own backyard. Because you don't do that in your own backyard. This has to be done by the capital. This has to be done by the king. Not in your own backyard. And the Chesam Soifer says further, he says, really, Haman was part of this plan of Big Seresh. Bigson and Seresh were killed, and that's when Mordechai heard this plot, this plan, and he understood their language. In the beginning of the Purim story, years earlier, and Haman was part of this whole plan. And Haman's idea was that really his daughter should marry Ahasuerush, but that didn't happen. Esther instead married Ahasuerush. So instead of killing Esther, Ahasuerus thought he's going to marry Esther and he'll kill he'll kill Ahasuerus. Haman thought he will he will marry Esther when he kills Ahasuerus. And this is what Charvona says of Sam Soifer is telling telling Ahasuerus. Gam ha'etz this tree Asher also Haman le Mordechai. That who did Haman do this? Haman did this for Mordechai. And this is exactly our psukim. This is the the pasuk says Bar Kara. Haman dig his they, they dig down 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 deeper to put that pole into the ground because it was fifty amosai. Haman wanted everyone to see Mordechai hanging. But he pulled see fall, but they're gonna fall in their own pit in their own trap. Yashuv and it came back to his own head. And he himself was killed in the same place as we all know that he positioned and he planted for Mordechai. On his own skull, Chamoso Yered. We'll come back to this poem another time, but I want to share with you in regards to Chamoso Yered, on his skull, in the Medrash David, from a grandson of the Rambam, on Perki Yavis. And as well as in the Kuta Yashas on Masechas Perkyavis as well, they bring that Hillel was a Gilgul of Moshe Rabbeinu. And the Mishnah tells us, Af hu ro'a, 
Gulgoilis achas shetsofal pnei hamayim. Hillel saw a skull which was floating down the river. Whose skull was this? The skull of Parei Harosha. And what did he say? And he said as follows, because you drowned the babies and you killed them and you drowned them, that's why others drowned you. Measure for measure, exactly what happened to what Pyro did, he was drowned as well. That's how the Medrash David and others explain the Sefer Lakuti Ashas this Mida Kinegan Mida, and that's what you have over here as well. Yashiv Amole Beroishiva Al Kadkodri Chamosa Yeret. If their skull, their head will be smashed in measure for measure. What do we do with all this? What's our response? Oide Hashem Kitzidkoi. It's Kitzidkoi. Hashem's calculation. We don't understand Hashem's Cheshbainus. We have the Amunah Shlema. We believe in Hashem, that He is Hashem Hashem Elyoin. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu is watching from above, watching from on top. And that's why we're going to sing to Hashem, no matter when something goes the way we want it. Of course we sing to Hashem, ah, oh, these are great. But even when things don't, the same way you make a bracha and you thank Hashem for that which we think is going well for us, and we say thank you Hashem, so too. We say Gamzul type and we thank Hashem when things don't always look good for us as well. Hashem It's the tzedek, the righteous ways of Hashem. We don't understand Hashem's ways. Hashem and I'm going to sing to Shem Hashem Elyon, to the Shem Hashem which is above that sees everything going on. No matter where any way things happen to us, we always thank Hashem in all aspects. We should always like to see everything in a good way. Schoedish Adar was a special gift we had over here, a special Siyadish Maya. How this capital over this chapter tied in to Purim. We should all be mechuzak with the Emuna. How just like HaKadosh Baruch Hu punished Haman in the same way that he prepared and planted for Mordechai, we should mechazak ourselves in the Emuna Shlema. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu is doing this every single step of our lives as well. In, a, in our own personal lives and in the whole entire global world as well. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, as Zam Hashem, Hashem Elyon is watching from above. Let us all be zoichet to see. Ketzidkoi, oida Hashem Ketzidkoi, the righteous ways of Hashem. Thank you very much for listening. Call to have a wonderful week.